Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. I am your host, the Fellow KGB, and we're going to be just hanging out Thursday night hangout tonight. We got a lot of information to get to. There was a couple of headlines, too, um, that I wanted to get to. Zach Levine's going to be out a few games here. Uh, let me just get my, uh, my screen share set up here. Hope everyone's having a good Thursday evening. It's about 6 p.m. Central Time here. We're just hopping in the screen share. We'll look at... Uh, I don't know, whatever you guys got in the chat room, fire up your questions. Uh, but I just want to just pull up some of the player news. There seems to be just so many guys missing time right now. Uh, it's very frustrating for uh, trying to manage your fantasy roster. So let me just pull this stuff up here. Um, one of the main ones, I don't see the Chicago one here, but there's a lot of guys out tonight. Uh, Gallinari, Danilo Gallinari's out. Giannis Antetokounmpo is going to play. No DiVincenzo tonight. Robert Williams is out. Colin Sexton is back. Carl Anthony Towns is going to play tomorrow, so it's been a few games for him. Trey Young is available. Uh, Brandon Clark, questionable. Mo, ba uh, Mo Bamba, questionable. Lou Dort is not on the injury report, so that's pretty nice. Um, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I was looking for this Levine news. It seems, I don't know if if, they, if he's got uh, COVID or whatnot, but it, it looked like they had to cancel practice. Um, so let's, let's keep scrolling for that news. Uh, once we get to it, we'll kind of pause and look at it. Um, Mason Plumlee's not playing uh, tomorrow. Michael Carter won't play tomorrow. No Corey Joseph. No Dennis Smith. There's a ton of injuries. So maybe to, like we got Corey Joseph and Dennis Smith Jr. Um, maybe our, our, our guy Killian Hayes gets a good evening tomorrow night for the Pistons. Uh, Poku is not playing tomorrow. Nerland's Noel questionable. I'm looking for the Levine news. Tomas Sadaransky, nothing. Uh, Jeremy Grant's not playing tomorrow. Fred Van Vliet finally not on the injury report. Uh, Bembray is doubtful. OJ Anunobi won't play tomorrow. And Gary Trent Jr. is doubtful. Siakam won't play Friday. Lowry, Siakam, and OG all rested on Friday versus the Magic. So this is just kind of crazy here. So here's the Zach Levine stuff here. I'll start with the Billy Donovan news here. The Bulls were unable to hold practice on Thursday due to health and safety protocols. This is a bit of concerning news, to say the least. The Bulls are scheduled to host the Grizzlies tomorrow night, but with the cancellation of practice, it's fair to wonder if that game will be played. As of Thursday afternoon, the game is still on, but stay tuned. And then uh, up here we have Zach Levine is expected to miss several games due to the league's health and safety protocols. The news dropped just minutes after it was revealed that the Bulls had to cancel practice on Thursday. Um, so... I mean, Kobe White, Denzel Valentine, and Garrett Temple all stand to see an increase in playing time with Levine sidelined here. So, I mean, I, I don't think we're dropping Levine, especially if you have um, if you have IR spots, man. We're just going to move Levine to the IR. If you're in good shape and, you, and you're you're going to make the playoffs, I think we can we can hold. It's typically been seven to ten days that these players have been out if they are actually you know with COVID. Otherwise, maybe he knows someone and they just kind of had a scare here. I do think. Uh, Levine is definitely worth holding on to, so we're going to do that there. Uh, we'll look at uh, we'll look at Sadiq Bay in just a little bit here. I did want to touch on Lamarcus Aldridge because um, Lamarcus Aldridge uh, he retired. Uh, I'm trying to pull up his uh, his little thing that he posted today. See if I can get there on the Twitter machine. But uh, he had some heart problems. Marcus, oh boy, we're doing this again. All right, we back. <laughs> I forgot to connect to the good internet. I have like three internet options and I always unplug the router before I go on. And I just forgot to connect to the good one. 
but here's the Lamarcus Aldridge thing that was kind of interesting. So he he's hanging it up. He had some heart issues. Uh, and he, he said thank you to Portland, said thank you to the Spurs, and then, of course, to Brooklyn. So uh, it's disappointing. We'll look into some Brooklyn uh, some Brooklyn guys here that can maybe help us with the Aldridge news. Um, so, yeah, we are we are back. We are back. Uh, it's stupid. I, every time I go live, uh, before I go live, I unplug my router, plug it back in so there's no hiccups. I just forgot to connect because uh, then it, there's like a default router system that it goes to, and I just forgot to move it. Um, so we will take it. Let's take a peek here. Uh, we'll look at uh, we'll look at Sadiq Bay and the Pistons in a little bit with all their guys that they have out. Uh, but I want to look at the Brooklyn Nets right now uh, because man, they just got. I don't know if you guys saw the other night, but they had like five dudes missing just the other night. Um, I think they're second in the league in like different starting lineups this season. Um, so who stands to benefit with? Marcus Aldridge out. So we're looking at fours and fives, um, guys that are probably owned. I mean, I don't know if is DeAndre Jordan doing anything for us. The last two games, he's been pretty nice. So if he's going to get 21 to 26 minutes, I mean, he's got a shot at a double-double every night, uh, a couple blocks here and there. He's only 28% owned. So maybe a shot in the dark, DeAndre Jordan maybe gets back to some elevated minutes here. Um, I'm seeing the Nick Claxton one here. Is Nick is Claxton a legit option? I like Claxton's game. It's just whether or not like we're going to be consistent minutes here. So what's frustrating is um, you see the 22 minutes is nice. The 21 minutes is nice, uh, but only 8.75 points uh, last night in 22 minutes. That's not good. Uh, 21 minutes, 25. Like that's what we want. We want roughly one point per minute with our guys. And if you look down here, back when he was. Uh, end of March, averaging over 22 minutes per game here. <clears throat> That's when he went on a nice little run. So if he starts getting consistently uh, into the mid-20s, I think you could see a nice high floor here again. There's a lot of guys out uh, for the Nets right now. So if you're in deeper leagues, I think Claxton would be fine. I don't think so for a 12-man. He's a fringe 12-man league, especially if they're playing a back-to-back -back anytime soon. Let me see here. Not till next week, the 20th and the 21st. Um, so I do, I do think Jordan's probably the guy to look for right now. Um, let me see if anybody else makes sense here. Cause I mean, Jeff green, Jeff green had been playing pretty well. And what I like about Jeff green is he's got a high floor. I'd almost prefer him over Claxton right now. So maybe, maybe, and he's going to get higher minutes too. So maybe Jeff green is the guy that they play a little bit more now. Um, but those would be probably be the three guys I'm looking for here. Um, and then I see some of the other comments coming in, but let's get to, let's take a peek at the Detroit Pistons. Um, should probably get this zoomed out just a tad, just a skosh. All right. So tomorrow night, Jeremy Grant's out, Plumlee's out, Corey Joseph's out, Dennis Smith Jr.'s out. So, uh, we're asking if Sadiq Bay is a good pickup and drop Whiteside. Yeah, I think before we get to Bay, I think I think we got to drop Whiteside. We'll take a look at his numbers in a second. But uh, Sadiq Bay, the last seven days, he's been averaging 27.9 points. He's been their third best player. Look at the consistency. He's hitting he's hitting his stride right now. The last five games, uh, his worst game has been 22 and a half points. He's settling in around 26 points as kind of his baseline. So maybe, you know, 12 to 15 points and five or six rebounds. The steals are, are nice. Those are going to come in bunches, but he kind of gets them consistently, it looks like. Um, so I do like, I think, yes, I think we're going to pick up Sadiq Bey and, and we'll, I think we can drop Whiteside. We'll look at his numbers in just a little bit. Uh, but the other guy I was thinking, I mean, if, if, if Dennis Smith Jr. is out and so is Corey Joseph, <clears throat> I mean, we should expect, uh, you know, more than 25 minutes for Killian Hayes. I know he's kind of working with not a lot, but uh, this this could be this is this is I don't know this is looking good for Killian Hayes here. Um, so let me take a peek at Sacramento. Um, oh, okay, I see. So now, yeah, I see. Now we're asking about him because of Rashawn Holmes. So Rashawn Rashawn Holmes diagnosed diagnosed with a strained right hamstring after undergoing MRI. He won't play in the next three games. So this makes me nervous. This is this is probably not just the next three games. This is probably at least a two, maybe three-week deal. Um, it says he could retake the court on Tuesday versus Minnesota if he isn't forced to miss any additional time. Uh, but he's out at least a week. If you have the IR spot, we're gonna, we're not we're not dropping Rashawn Holmes yet until we get more information. Um, so move him to the IR for now. But um, man, Hassan Whiteside is going to be an interesting player now. Because we know Marv is Marvin Bagley coming back anytime soon. 
he had the fractured left hand. Um, so he's supposed to be reevaluated in four weeks. So we still got some time on Marvin Bagley's return. So what do we do? What do we do with Hassan Whiteside? So the other game, 23 minutes, 12 points, nine boards, four blocks. Um, uh, I think, I think Whiteside's a pickup, right? I think we got to pick Hassan Whiteside up. We, I mean, we at least know we're getting th the next three games of Hassan Whiteside here. Let me see who they play. So tonight uh, they, they're going to play Phoenix. So against DeAndre Ayton, uh, they're going to play Dallas and they're going to play Minnesota back to back on Minnesota. So I'll be interested. I, I, I would assume Rashawn Holmes is not playing in this back to back, maybe on the, the 21st here, but you get at least three or four games of Hassan Whiteside being a starter. And I think he's proven that when he gets consistent minutes, he can be a good player that he's, that he just seems to not be in favor with the Sacramento Kings organization. So I think I'm keeping Hassan Whiteside. I do like Sadiq Bay. So Justin, if you have anybody else that you potentially uh, would drop, I would consider it. But for like short term right now, you want Whiteside. Long term, I think I want Bay. Um, so we talked about Aldridge, talked about Claxton, and yeah, prayers up for Lamarcus Aldridge. That's tough to do, man, especially when something like that. That that's scary. You know, you can't really mess with that stuff. So I'm glad he recognized it right away and he got to uh, he got to the people he needed to. Um, is Duncan a keeper or no? Duncan Robinson? We're talking triple triple Duncan here. Let's take a look at the heat. Um, so Duncan Robinson, as far as keeper, are you talking? I mean, not for next season. I'm assuming you're like you're talking about holding on to him. Um, he's been a guy in, in my 12-man leagues, he's bounced around. Like, look at all these teams he's been on. He's Duncan Robinson's been kind of the horror of our league. Um, uh, just dropping up. Once a week, someone picks him up for a few games. I don't think he's a hold. I think he's a name that uh, people want Duncan Robinson to be good uh, for fantasy numbers, but he really hasn't been. He's 50% owned. I'd be, we'd be able to go get Sadiq Bay over Duncan Robinson, I would say. Um, guys like that. So the minutes have been kind of trending down. He was hitting, you know, up mid 30s earlier in the season, but now he can't even crack 30. So I think I'm okay with, uh, with letting Duncan Robinson go. Um, so Aiden is 14 and one tied for first have the, the tiebreaker playoffs next week. I'm losing. The... So right now, if I lose, I verse him in the first round. If I win, I verse him. Hmm. Let's see here. Would be the three right now. So if I lose, I verse him in the first round. And if I win, I verse the guy I beat. Well, let's win, man. Let's get that win. Who are your top five picks for the 2021 NBA mock draft? Um, I haven't looked into it recently. Um, let me pull up NBA mock draft. Let's just see if I can differ with some people here. Well, and the other thing too, is it really depends on the order of things we kind of know, but with the, with the overall, um, the lottery, I mean, I have no problem with, I think these top three, Cunningham, Mobley, Suggs, those guys are all obviously in the top five. But I think it's these G League players that are going to get a lot of look at those four or five spots. So that makes sense. I do like Scotty Barnes quite a bit. Uh, Moses, Moses Moody's, Moody's pretty good. Um, so I don't really I don't really know if I have a top five yet. But I'm kind of into these G, G League players here. I think these guys can be uh, pretty exciting. And they've already got, you know, some... They, they, they've played more talent in the G League than, than you see in college basketball. So those guys might be kind of quicker and ready to, to plug in. Um, so I, I do like Kaminga quite a bit. I think he's probably the one. So I don't really have a top five. Uh, I would I would be – it wouldn't surprise me if you see these these are the top six, basically. I think Scotty Barnes might go, you know, fourth. So I don't know. I don't really have anything too much on the, the NBA draft yet. Uh, my team is Fox, Mitchell, Kyle Anderson, DeAndre Ayton, Boucher, Powell, um, Dame Lillard, KD, and CJ, and, and injured, I have Collins, and uh, Robe. Who's Robe? Robe. Robe. Robert, Robert Williams? Robert Williams? Robert Covington? Not sure what we got there. Um, Robert Williams, Levine, Kawhi, Harden. I don't know how I should full send this week. Um, I mean, you're 14 and one, man. I wouldn't get too cute. I would, I would kind of stick with things, keep with what you're doing, um, keep hoarding talent. If you don't have to make pickups, man, you don't have, you don't have to make some pickups. 
but if we want, I should actually pull up that schedule for next week. If you guys wanted to uh, to get ahead, let me just pull that up in a second. We'll take a look at the uh, the NBA schedule that I have prepared. So here we go. Just loading that up. So this is, um, so you said for next week, your stuff starts. So we're looking at week 17. It doesn't look like anybody sticks out. So there's a handful of teams with four. I've, I've already started to look towards week 18. I think that's the first round for most people's playoffs. You got Dallas, OKC, and Toronto with five games. So if you're looking for some extra juice, uh, I would consider adding those teams. They do have a weaker week 17, but if you can make it through that, you're going to be rewarded with week 18. Otherwise, I mean, there's a huge chunk of teams that just have four games the rest of the way. Um, so I would be okay with that. Um, let me just pull off in the in the weeks 18 through 20. That's kind of these or, these teams in orange have been kind of my favorite here because you see the solid block of four games the rest of the way. Those have been kind of the teams I've been picking up here. Whiteside, Duncan, or Bay start bench cut. Okay, let me pull up the uh, let me pull up. So I think I think I'm gonna make this one easy. We're gonna cut Duncan, and I think for at least the next couple games we got to start Whiteside. Um, I don't know if I like the word bench for start bench cut. I think hold, maybe start holding cut. Because if we're benching a guy, we're just leaving him on the bench. We're holding on to him. So I'm going to start Whiteside for the next few games because he's getting minutes. Sadiq Bey, we like what he's doing. So he's like the long-term guy that I think he's probably the best player long-term of the group. And then Duncan, uh, I think if you're looking for somebody, we can, we can find Duncan Robinson-esque points off the waiver wire here. Um, yeah, man, the Obi, Obi Toppin dunk was really cool. Um, I can even pull that up here for you guys. I was pretty excited about that. Uh, I don't know. Every pack I get, I, I hope for, I hope to get a rookie in this Obi Toppin dunk. Uh, they got the badges on here now. I got number 1,937. So that's a pretty legit serial number here. But yeah, this Obi Toppin dunk, whew. he hasn't really had too many bright moments this year, but this is, uh, Pretty happy to get one of his top shot, you know, dunk moments here. So wearing some sweet shoes. Um, but yeah, man, thanks for watching that video. Um, so drop Thaddeus for Okiki. Doesn't seem like you will play 20 plus minutes that often. I'm, I'm kind of there with you, Mike. Uh, I have Thaddeus Young in one of my leagues. I've loved that Thaddeus Young's been so good to us all basically since like January, right? When he kind of came in there. And then last night, he only gets 14 minutes, two points, two boards, two assists. Uh, but now with Zach Levine out for a week or so, several games, you might see some more minutes for guys like Laurie Markinen and Thaddeus Young here. I'm going to actually filter. Let's filter by Chicago. And let's just take a peek here. So in the last, just let's look at the last seven days and see who's been popping. So it's all about Levine and Vucevic. Daniel Tice is actually starting to play some really nice minutes. Uh, 27, 27, 29 minutes. Really solid numbers, 30 and a half, 25 and a half, and 34. I mean, you put the 27.25 in there too. So four of the last five games, he's been pretty dang good. And he, that, I mean, these numbers, you know, could be owned in a 12-man league. So this is something to keep an eye on here. But with Zach Levine out, I mean, they're going to be forced to play some other players and get some different lineups out there. So maybe Thaddeus Young's minutes go up. I don't know. Um, so the, the problem is his minutes are you know going down 14, 20, 20, 24. But the, the thing is, he doesn't need a lot of minutes to be productive. Even if you go down to like these 21s, he gets 22 fantasy points. He gets another 21 minutes. He gets 31 fantasy points. So um, I'm going to wait and hold on and see what's up with Thaddeus Young. I'd like to, especially with Levine out, they're going to be stretching their minutes a little bit and seeing what works. But I, I would think, I would think this is maybe just a blip in the radar. It's really, his, I mean, he had a 13 point game, a 19 point game. I'm going to give him just a couple more games and see how this shakes out. But let's take a look at the magic. Orlando magic. So Chuma Okiki, the last seven days, he's averaging 25 and a half points. So 29 minutes, 27 minutes. Um, no double digits for points, rebounds, or assists, but he's just kind of stacking everything in there really nice. So you see 29.25, 19.5. Um, the minutes before the he missed the game against Milwaukee have been fantastic. So, um, again, like we, one of the things we kind of preach on on this show is getting players 
getting players on these not so great teams that are going to get a lot of minutes down the stretch as you know, these teams are looking for next year, trying to figure out what they have on their team to evaluate it. So Chuma Okiki, I mean, he's at this point, he's guaranteed to get more minutes than Thaddeus Young. So I think if you are okay with this, uh, I, I don't mind it. Now for me, what I like about Thaddeus Young, I don't know if you remember seeing it, but uh, Chuma only is power forward eligible. Thaddeus Young was like, like four play, like he had four positions that he was el- eligible. So he's got well power forward, small forward, and center. So I kind of like the versatility. Um, so to me, this is this is a um, this is a preference call. Uh, but I do like Okiki. I think Okiki needs to be, especially in twelve man leagues, he's probably a fringe player in ten man leagues. Uh, but definitely, I, I'm I'm cool with it if you want to do it. Um, drop bog. Bogdanovich, Bogdanovich. So, are we talking which bogey are we? Are we talking Bogdan or Boyan? Um, there, Mike. Bogdan or Boyan? Um, I'm just gonna go ahead and start comparing these guys while we get that answered. Uh, we'll put Boyan and Bogdan in here. I mean, if it's if it's if it's Bogdan, I ain't, I'm not dropping Bogdan. Um, even though Kevin Porter Jr., man, he's been he's been a beast. So if 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 it's Boyan, we're we're dropping Boyan for KPG, no problem. If it is Bogdan, that's a little bit more. It makes me hesitate a little bit because Bogdan's just been a beast lately. He's really come on ever since this forty-seven point game. You look at his minutes; he's flirting with almost forty minutes some games, mid thirties for the most part. Here, he had the one not so great game, and it was okay. So it it was Bogdan. Okay, so uh, I don't know. What do you guys? What do you, some of you guys think in the chat room here? Should we go Bogdan or Kevin Porter Jr.? Um, th- this one's really tough. I, I, the good news is I don't think there's much of a difference. If you look at Bogdan versus KPJ, the last seven days they're averaging basically the same amount of points. If you go to the last fifteen days, that's where Bogdan really starts to separate with seven, roughly seven more points per game here. Um, Bogdan with three or basically three and a half more points in the last 30 days here. So the stats are going with Bogdan, but, uh, for me, yeah, I think Aiden hit, hit it on the spot. There's a little bit more boom and upside with KPJ and you look at his last two games, like this is his range. I think going forward 27 to sometimes mid forties, upwards of 50 fantasy points here. And, uh, yep. There, that was the other thing too, is the Rockets have, or not the Rockets, but the, um, uh, why can't I, the Hawks, the Hawks have been hit with injury bug right now. And uh, again, it goes back to that thing where these, these not so good teams like the Houston Rockets, they're going to continue to play guys like Kevin Porter jr. To see like what they can do. Uh, he just came off that massive 22 points, 14 rebound game or 14 assist game. Also had 13 assists against the Clippers not too long ago. Um, so I think, I think, yeah, I think, I mean, we got uh, we got Justin in there with it too, and we got Aiden saying KPJ. So I'm okay with it, but who man, if if is this a how big is this league there, uh, Mike? Is this a ten man league, a twelve man league? Uh, because if if you're cutting Bogdan, your team must be pretty dang good. Uh, let me see. I got to go back here. Um, I got a question. Do you have any good sleepers for tonight's games to pick up? Did anything start yet? Let's see if we can get this in real quick. Let's see if we can get this in real quick. Um, so I want to do that. So Gallinari's out. I don't know about this Brandon Goodwin. Um, Kent Bazemore. Bazemore might be a good pickup because um, Kelly Oubre's out. He's been kind of in the starting lineup. He's hit some high minutes here the last few games. So it seems like he's like, if you want someone that's like guaranteed to get 20 points, I like Basmore. Um, he has been starting for Kelly Oubre, who's out with a wrist injury right now. So I like Basmore. Um, Jordan Nuara has actually been playing really good. He didn't play much the other night here, but uh, I did see, what did I see with Milwaukee? They said Dante DiVincenzo is out tonight. So maybe Bryn Forbes could be a guy. If like if you look at Bryn Forbes, when he gets more than 20 minutes, he's usually a pretty decent play. Um, I, maybe Pat Connaughton could be of interest to you. Um, but that's those are the first names that are coming to mind here. Let me see if I can uh, – can I go back? Go to all. Um, and I'm kind of just looking at 
what's available in my league right now. Let me switch my leagues. Hassan Whiteside. If you if you can still pick up Hassan Whiteside, I think that's the move, Justin. Um, or if you're looking to play DF, I think is this a DFS question? Let me just bounce to my other league real quick. So let's see here. Um, I mean, Hartenstein's been like Wade and Hartenstein have been pretty safe lately, but we do know that uh, Jared Allen is back. I don't know. I like, I think I like Basmore. He seems to have a pretty safe floor. If you're looking, how did Ken Birch do last night? All right. Okay. This isn't for tonight, but guys, for the, I think I warned you guys last Thursday when we saw Ken Birch get traded, he's going to be the starting center for the Toronto Raptors. He's 3.4% owned. Look at his two games here with the Raptors. Getting steals, getting blocks, getting buckets. 32 and 27.75 points. So if you guys need a starting center, uh, I'm, I'm probably going to end up picking Ken Burge in a couple leagues here um, just because I think this is a good He's going to see roughly 25 to 30 minutes per game. They traded for him. They don't really have anybody there to compete with him. Um, so that's more for a future. But I hope I – I don't know. Kent is taken. Um yeah, let's go. Let's go with Tristan. Let's go with Tristan because uh, Robert Williams is out. We have two minutes. Yes, we had two minutes. Uh, I'm I'm good with this. Tristan Thompson. If he should probably see somewhere like 28 minutes, at least 25 minutes with no Robert Williams tonight. Um, so I do I do like that quite a bit. Uh, we got Mike asking Wendell or Birch. Let me. Let's go to Orlando again. Filter by all. So I, I mean I'm I'm a big fan of Wendell Carter. I think I'm gonna hold on to Wendell Carter just because I I trust these numbers more. I, I do think Birch has good upside, uh, but I don't think I would cut Wendell Carter Jr. for him. He's Wendell's been playing really good. Again, he's gonna get a lot of minutes for this team. He's pretty athletic. He could kind of even when he has a bad game, he'll still get you 22 to 30 points. Like these were these were two bad games, only eight points. And he still was able to get enough fantasy points, so I'm gonna I'm gonna keep Wendell Carter, but I think I think Ken Birch needs to be picked up, guys. Um, yeah, Robert Williams is out tonight. Need a player for starting no Robert Williams. The Cavs bigs was good. Um, um, who you got, Bay or uh, Birch? Um, let's see. It it really depends on like I'll show you here. So like if I my problem. This is uh, this is my problem with this league. I'm currently 12 and three in this league. Uh, I, I can't. I didn't even pull up Giannis tonight just because I want to. I, I like winning without Giannis. But uh, for this league, I would probably cut Reggie Jackson. And if I'm going to pick up Bay or Birch right now, I'm probably just because of my roster construction. I mean, I got I got Jared Allen and Ennis Cantor. I might lean towards Sadiq Bay. Um, but with that one, hmm. Those guys are both both really good options right now. So let's compare Mr. Birch and we'll compare Mr. Bay. I'm probably going to lean with Ken Birch. Uh, just in the last seven days, they're roughly two points difference. Ken Birch, 29.9. Sadiq Bay, 27.7. There's really no info on Ken Birch in the last 15 days, so I don't really feel like that's fair to fair to do it but Sadiq Bay, like I'm fine if you want to go with Sadiq Bay because he gets the minutes like these are guaranteed at this point and just because tomorrow night we know Jeremy Grant and there's going to be a crap ton of dudes out uh maybe we see maybe we see Detroit really start to rest their veterans down the stretch here too uh whereas with Ken Birch I think they're just going to kind of lean on him and get him his 25 to 30 minutes per game uh but I think I trust Birch a little more so I'm going to go with Birch and then yeah, I'm still going. I'm still going Wendell over Birch in this situation. And then yeah, uh, I'm I'm fine with Tristan Thompson tonight. The thing with like I don't know Tristan. He it seems like he should be better even in a backup role. That's kind of frustrating. Um, but while we're here, let's see if we can find you guys some bargains. Um, so I like hitting this plus minus button. Um, so Kevin Kevin Love continues to be on a nice little streak here. Three of his last four over 30 fantasy points. I mean, at this point, 62% owned. I think 10-man leagues, we need to make sure he's owned. Uh, Jalen McDaniels, 
we talked about him on Tuesday night, and he continues to kind of with, – with Gordon Hayward out, if you guys are looking for someone in a 12-man league here, uh, I do think Jalen McDaniels needs to be uh, called to attention. He's not like a really consistent scorer quite yet, but what I value here is you see everything kind of just checks all the boxes, whether it's even one or two, but he'll 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 be active on the defensive side of the ball. So I like McDaniels quite a bit. He's got a 20% increased in rostership. Have you guys picked up Kelly Olynyk yet? We've been talking about Olynyk for a while. He just had a really good game last night, 25 and 10 double-double. Um, but probably the last opportunity to get Kelly Olynyk. I think he's going to be a, a mainstay the rest of the way. Um, should we pick up Larry Nance? Um, did Nance come back last night? I saw he was getting healthier. He did come back last night. Um, actually, I want to go. I want to go to Cleveland. So, how did Jared Allen do? So Jared Allen played last night, 30 minutes, 15 points, eight boards. Uh, 30 minutes right away. That's kind of nice to see after the concussion stuff going on. So we know Allen's going to be back in the mix for minutes. Kevin Love's going to be back in the mix for minutes. I don't know if that makes me love Larry Nance. I think if Larry Nance, if, if there's only two healthy power forward centers for the, the Cavs, I feel really good about it. But with the way Hartenstein and Dean Wade have played, I don't know if I need to go pick up Larry Nance. Um. Nance probably has a pretty high floor, but I just I don't see him putting up these numbers again where he was getting 34 minutes, 27 minutes, and just getting really like pretty nice fantasy numbers here. So I think I don't think I'm gonna pick up Nance quite yet. I think it would take an injury or if, if Kevin Love or something happens. So I think I'm gonna hold there. Um Wendell, Trent, and Purtle the Turtle. Portal. Um Gary Trent. Gary Trent is doubtful for tomorrow night, I saw. And then Wendell Carter. All right, so last seven days, Wendell Carter is leading the way with 32.5 points. Uh, Hurdle, 28. Gary Trent, about 28 himself. Last 15 days, we're still in favor of Wendell Carter. Mm, and then over the last 30 days, it goes to Purtle. I think I'm starting Wendell Carter. Um, go back to the last seven. What's what's he been doing here? So he kind of had a disappointing game last night. Only four points, but ten boards, two blocks. That's a bad game for him. Um, and then Gary Trent. Gary Trent had that massive 44-point game. He's kind of quasi here. So um, for me, I'm, I value Wendell Carter. In his consistency and on a on a not so good team getting minutes, they're going to continue to play him. He was part of the you know the, the he was like the main piece of their trade that they got from Chicago. So I'm keeping Wendell. Now you're who you're going to cut with with Gary Trent. It's just a roller coaster every night. You know you don't know if you're going to get 16 points or you're going to get 40 or 39 or something. So I think it's more of a preference where I like I like the consistency of Perto. It really just he's kind of had two bad games in a row, but for the most part, he's been pretty rock solid. So I think I think I would hold. And I don't know what's up with Trent. What's his injury here? He's got an ankle injury right now. Short term, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on to Perto. We'll let Trent go. I know that hurts you to to hear that, Aiden, but uh, I think I'm gonna roll with my my bigs. Um, oh, I missed this one. Start, but you guys see Lou Dort's numbers the other night? Lou Dort had a game. So we'll call up his numbers in a second here. We got Lou Dort, Kelly Olinick, and Time Lord. Who's the Time Lord? I'm not, I'm not good with nicknames. Who is the Time Lord NBA? Robert Williams. Okay. So I mean with I mean Dort went off the other game, so 64.25 points. Um on the season, he's averaging 22 points per game. He's, I think he'll probably fall back somewhere to maybe around like 
24, 25, you know, real points per game here. I think Kelly Olynyk is probably my – he's probably the safest guy the rest of the way. I just feel like I Houston trusts him, and they, they need him on the floor. They don't really have a good backup center here. So he's – to me, he's locked and loaded. Like, you're looking at these numbers. Like, a bad game from Kelly Olynyk is going to be 18 to 19 points. And at, at the moment right now, the man's been flirting with double-doubles every night. Uh, I, I think Kelly Olynyk's probably the guy I'm going to hold on to the longest. Now with Robert Williams, um, I mean, he's been on a good run for us. He's been on a really good run. He's had that massive 52-point game of a nice 48-point game. Uh, but I think I like the ceiling of Olynyk a little bit more here. Um, and then now that he's got this knee injury, Left knee soreness. I don't. I don't like left knee soreness in my in my big men. That kind of makes me nervous. Um, and yeah, Lou Dort. He's inconsistent, but with SGA out, I think I'm gonna go with Lou Dort right now. You just gotta kind of ride these waves, these 64 and these 24 waves. But they're Dort's healthy. Olenek's a beast. Uh, but I'm I'm okay with holding on to Robert Williams. I just uh, I'm just nervous about that knee injury. Um, let me see what else we got here. So keep Thaddeus. I would keep Thaddeus over Nance because Thaddeus has proved that he he doesn't need a lot of minutes. And with Levine out, again, we kind of talked about this earlier. With Levine out, I do think Thaddeus will get a, kind of you know back over twenty minutes per game. We'll watch that really closely. But uh, Nance isn't necessarily someone. I mean, if you can if you can get uh, Mike, if you can get Ken Birch, I, I'd take Ken Birch over Thaddeus or Nance right now. I think that would be an interesting move. Um, and yeah, Ken Birch, he did start. Um, let me pull up the Ken Dog. <clears throat> Read the blurb right now. He entered the starting lineup for the first time. So he started last night for the first game. And this was a back-to-back, -to -back too. So they played Atlanta on the 13th, San Antonio on the 14th. And they, they ramped up his stuff on the back-to-back. -back. So I like this quite a bit. This means uh, he, he's probably... I know Chris Boucher has been out for a little bit, but... I don't really view Boucher as a true center. He's he's more of a, a power forward move here. So I think I think Ken Birch is, is a pretty good pickup the rest of the way. What are we looking at with Nurkic? Hmm. So Nurkic missed the two games here, but he's kind of back into the swing of things. Um, I would take I would take Nurkic over Nance or Thaddeus Young if you can do that, Mike. I think. I think I'm good with that. You just got to be head on a swivel. Uh, Nurkic does tend to get injured often. So uh, I do like Nurkic over Young and Nance. I, and for now, I think I would I would be okay. Yeah, I, I think I would be okay with Nurkic over Ken Birch. So let's, let's do that. Start bench cut. Corey Joseph, KPJ, Reggie, Buzzabita, Jackson. Um, we're keeping KPJ. We're keeping, we're keeping Kevin Porter. I think Corey Joseph's kind of a flash in the pan. I like Corey Joseph, but man, they really want to get Killian Hayes and run down the road. They also like Dennis, Dennis Smith Jr. has been useful at, at a couple times throughout the season. So I think the Corey Joseph run, I don't know if I see that lasting too much longer. Um, and then with, um, Patrick Beverly out, you know, at least until May, I think I'm going to value Reggie Jackson getting consistent minutes. So for me, I'm going to rank them KPJ, Ruz, Reggie, Buzzer Beater, Jackson, and then Corey Joseph. Um, does he play 20 minutes off the bench? Um, or again, are we talking about Mr. Birch? Um, so, I mean, Birch, he, he played 25 minutes off the bench against Atlanta, comes in and starts for San Antonio, and he ended up with 29 minutes. Let me actually – let's go look at that box score real quick. Dang it, I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on with the internet tonight. I'm trying to get back to ESPN right now. Hmm.
So I'm looking at the lineup from last night for the Raptors. Okay. <clears throat> so no Van Vliet, no Baines was a coach's decision last night. So this is with a healthy Boucher. Boucher played 33 minutes. Ken Birch got 29 minutes in here. So I like this. Uh, again, the Malachi Flynn stuff is probably not going to last that much longer with with Van Vliet and uh, Lowry coming back soon. Flynn st struggled and it's only four for 15 shooting. Uh, but I, I'm, I don't know. I like Ken Birch quite a bit there. Make it back to, uh, let's get back to the fantasy stuff. I don't, why can't this work? The ESPN stuff is not working, guys. There we go. Let me see what I'm missing here. Man, I don't know what the issue is. Okay, we'll remove that one. Go back to the screen share. Okay. I don't know what it is, but ES does, does not like this when I change the page. Okay, I'm trying to get caught back up in the comments here. Uh, needs more minutes, plus that's what I like to hear. If you add Russ to the Knicks, do they improve? And if so, by how much? Uh, I mean, they definitely need a point guard. That's probably the one spot. Derrick Rose is fine, but um, let's pull up the Knicks here. Who cares? I haven't looked at the Knicks lately. They haven't been playing very good, though, have they? Um, whew. I mean, Derrick Rose is getting 24 minutes per game the last seven days. Alfred Payton still gets a decent amount. Um, they, they could be the four or the five seed. I, I think it's probably, a, a you know, maybe a two or three game difference with Russell Westbrook in there. You also have the the consistency with his health versus a guy like uh, with Derrick Rose. So I, I would bet two or three games better in the, in the win column here. So here we go. Start bench cut. Finney. Let's get uh, Harris in there. Joe Harris is interesting now with all the injuries in the, the Brooklyn Nets and Okiki. <clears throat> okay. So over the last seven days, Dorian Finney-Smith is in the lead. Um, 27 points for him. Okiki, 25. Joe Harris, only 20. So that one is kind of a landslide. Joe Harris is probably the odd man out. On the season, or the last 15 days, Okiki is the guy. Dorian Finney-Smith, two. Joe Harris, again, is last. Last 30 days, it's, a little bit, it's basically even over the last month. Um, and if we look on the season, Joe Harris has a tiny lead. Um, so what's up with Joe Harris here? Um, I like Harris. He's, he's pretty consistent with the minutes. We like that. His, just, his scoring is kind of out of whack sometimes. Um, again, if I'm looking long-term, though, I think I'm going with Okiki or Finney Smith because Joe Harris is going to be at the mercy of what happens with Kevin Durant and Harden and Kyrie when they're all playing. He kind of goes to the backfold here. So I think, I think for like, I think I'm cool. Like Okiki and Dorian Finney Smith, these guys need to be owned in 12 man leagues. Finney Smith's only about 18% owned and Okiki is about 25. So I think I'm going to start Okiki for now and we'll get, we'll get Finney Smith and hold him on the bench and then we'll let Joe Harris walk. Yeah, Russ is, Russ is playing, uh, I don't know, the Wizards, man. I mean, I want to pull up the NBA standings real quick. Well, these are NFL standings. Okay, 
So the Wizards, five and five, man. Thank you guys for putting up with my shitty Wi-Fi. Maybe not the best, but walk triple double. Grant or Bay? Grant? Grant? You're talking Jeremy Grant? I mean, that's a that's a tough one because if I mean if you're if you're long term, you want Jeremy Grant on your team. Let me just look into his injury a little bit. Bay. So what's up with Jeremy Grant? How long is he out for? So he's gonna be rested for Friday. It's a showdown against bottom feeders. He's missed the last few games here. So he's got this knee injury here. Can you can you like I'm assuming you have Jeremy Grant, Mike. Can you maybe you should try to trade Jeremy Grant? I like I don't know if someone you could swindle for Jeremy Grant. I'd feel kind of weird. It would feel kind of weird dropping a guy that's 98% owned, even though he's not like officially injured. Like he, he just put up a, a good amount of points here. Hmm. 36 minutes, 28 points. I would I would feel slightly off letting um, Grant go for Bay. I think I would hold on to him for now. Would you rather have Kyrie's handles or Zion's strength? <clears throat> um, for me, um, I'd rather have the handles. I like I like I'm a I'm shiftier than stronger, so I, I think I would like to have the suddenness and the quickness of Kyrie. Uh, I'm not a very I don't know I'm not I'm not ex my game is more of a like if I'm playing hoops, I'm more of a finesse player. I would like. The ball's usually in my hands. So I like to create. I think I would go with Kyrie. That was a fun question, Aiden. Um, yeah, the Pistons are uh, they're they're a walking <laughs> they're a walking zombie right now. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if you can trade Jeremy Grant, see what you can get for him. I think I think I'm open to that. Um, but uh, I'm I'm down to hang out for a few more minutes. If you guys got more questions, uh, I did want to look at. Let's do this. So. <clears throat> I want to get this up there. Get everybody in here. So of course you should be dropping Jamal Murray. Why is Okiki twenty percent dropped? I don't get that. He's minus twenty percent rostered. <clears throat> hmm. All right, man. Justin, have a good night, sir. Thank you for hanging out. And yeah, Karis Levert has been pretty good. Uh, we'll look at his numbers in a little bit. I just want to pull up and see who have people been dropping. The Hamadou Diallo experience didn't last very long. It was pretty good for a couple, you know, for a stretch of four games. It was pretty nice, but I think I, I think it's time to let go of our guy here. Moses Brown, I still don't know why. I mean, he's he's been a drop of 11%. So if anyone cut Moses Brown, <clears throat> uh, 40 to 38 fantasy points the last two games here, I think, dang, that's just stupid. Um, Lowry, I had to cut Lowry Markinen in, in one of my other leagues here. Uh, I just didn't like this trend of minutes. Uh, I, I thought this might kind of continue here. We'll see what happens with Levine coming back here. And, uh, yeah, I think I think that's part of it too. These guys didn't really have a conditioning. They didn't really have an offseason. They didn't really have much, you know, time to play with their teams. Um, and it, it just, I don't know, players seem to be forcing things a little bit more. With with having to make up for injuries and things like that, um, I just I'm, I just worry. I don't know. I, I think we're probably going to continue to see this on and off again. You know, resting players at least until the playoffs. Uh, I think teams are kind of looking for that uh, down the stretch right now. But this might actually uh, make the NBA do a 72 game regular season going forward, um, not the, the 82 that we've been accustomed to. Um. Let me. I'm gonna pull up Levert here. Actually, let's pull up. Let's pull up the Indiana Pacers because Pacers have had their share of injuries lately. Uh, let's see here. Last seven days, where's all my Pacers at? So it's good to see Brogdon back. Sabonis is back. Harris Levert. Last few games, guys: 55, 54, 32. Um, he's probably gonna settle somewhere just north of 30 some fantasy points here. But Harris Levert's gonna be a guy that helps us get us to a. Uh, Gets us to the, the fantasy championship here. Disappointed in Jeremy Lamb. He didn't really pan out like I thought he would. So Levert kind of took over his his spot there. Um, 
Uh, five players you think would be stars on another team. Five players. Um, let's see. Five players you think would be stars on another team. Hmm. I think, well, now that um, I, I, Devontae Graham came to mind with LaMelo Ball kind of being in the way. And I don't know what team it would take, but I, I, I'd like Devontae Graham shooting quite a bit. Uh, let's take a look here. Five guys you think would be superstars, stars on another team. Let me get off Charlotte. And we'll do that. Um, let's see here. I'm going to kind of go down the list here. I mean, I think someone's, someone should give Bobby Portis the opportunity to start. Have you guys seen Bobby Portis's numbers lately? He's only 48% owned, uh, but he doesn't get a lot of minutes. If he got, you know, 32 to 35 minutes per game, you're looking at a really good player here. Um, for me as a Bucks fan, I'm, I'm pretty like whatever about Brooke Lopez. I'd almost rather see Bobby Portis play and get the start and bring Lopez off the bench for all I care. But I think Bobby Portis could actually be a feature player. He's still young enough where he can get that in the future. So I like I like Bobby Portis quite a bit. Um, players on different teams. I think Darius Garland could be, but with Sexton, I don't. I, I like the combo of those two, but I wonder if they both kind of cap each other's potential. Um, let's see here. Stars on another team. Bruce Brown comes to mind. I think Bruce Brown's shown that he could be a really good player when he gets the minutes. Um, and he can he's a really good consistent scorer, good player. I think he could be uh, a pretty good player. Yeah, Gary Trent's, Gary Trent's a good name there. Um, I'm just looking for anybody else that sticks out. I like Dylan Brooks quite a bit. He doesn't get any love in fantasy. I don't get it. Um, I guess I, pl I play a lot of 12-man leagues, so... Uh, that's kind of how that goes. I, I have a soft spot for Dorian Finney-Smith. I think Dante DiVincenzo. He plays a lot, but he's not the focal point of the Bucks. I know I've already listed another Buck here, but with Middleton and Giannis and Drew on the team, he's kind of just like a he's just like a, a quality, like complimentary piece at this point. Uh, if he you know got a, to a place where he could be the, a primary scorer and, and have the ball in his hand for the most part, I think DiVincenzo could be nice. Um, I don't expect him to go anywhere out of uh, Milwaukee soon. Um, Kuzma could be nice. You get him away from LeBron and AD. You can maybe put him uh, as one of, you know, a, a second best player on a team. I think that could be some kind of takeoff for him. Kuzma would be an interesting name. Um, <laughs> yeah, that we need, we need something to, I wish there was more draft and develop type stuff. So Mike Scott, Christian Wood, Wendell Williams, and Towns as my four centers. Jeez. So, yeah, you don't need centers right now. Um, and I think Towns is – I think the report said Towns is back tomorrow, so you should be in good shape. Um, I'm going to get back to – let's get back to that first page. I just want to see who's been trending as far as pickups go the last seven days here. So, Kevin Love, McDaniels, Olenek. Again, Bobby Portis has been playing good. Lugans Dort. Um, so I, I think I, I might have prematurely cut Malachi Flynn. Uh, he's been on a he's been on a rampage lately, and with who I don't know what's going on with Kyle Lowry, Fred Van Vliet. They're just kind of like whatever right now. It's like the Raptors don't want to make the play in tournament. Uh, it's kind of weird. I think I think Reggie Jackson. Uh, we talked about briefly a little bit, but I think I think Reggie Jackson. If he's going to get between 29 and 37 minutes the rest of the way, and you look at look at this game against the Pacers the other night, six points, five boards, four assists, two steals, whatever, but it's a 23-point floor. I think you're going to probably see him, a bad game from him is going to be 24, 25 points, and when he's on, you see 29 points here, he's going to be a 30 to you know 40-point player. So Reggie Jackson, I think, is a guy that can help us. Um, we got Aiden talking Poku here. Um, it's not on the list. Poku. He's been out with the right arm soreness, so I'm kind of just waiting for some more news here. 
uh, I, I was, I had, I, I, I picked Poku up for this little stretch of five games here, uh, but I don't know what's going on here. I was hoping there'd be some news on our guy SGA. I don't know if there's anything. They said he'd be reevaluated in the timetable was this week. So let's take a look and see if any news update on SGA here. Okay, so this is actually this is this is good. Um, the fact that they they started ruling him as out. So this this is really positive for me. So the last update was on March 31st. He will be reevaluated in mid-April. Um, so he's gonna be he's gonna continue to be out. But the fact that they're listing him as out on like the game chart means that there's potential that one of these days, like pretty soon, he's, he might be questionable. Um, so maybe not next week. Uh, but I would, I would maybe week 18 of the, of the fantasy playoffs. I think we're going to get SGA back. Um, so I don't know. He's been out since the 22nd. So that, you know, that puts us three weeks out. Uh, I don't know what the, I don't know what the like official heal time is for plantar fasciitis, uh, but with NBA players and then just how they take care of their players, I would, I would, I would hope that he gets back in four to five weeks. So um so shy man i think i think shy is coming back if yeah i don't what what could you potentially do in a trade if you can try to trade for sga i think that'd be kind of interesting uh but we're keeping our eye on poku dort for sure theo maladon um <clears throat> maladon's been kind of rocky the last couple games here um that's what i that's what i was wondering like I, like we don't have anything to play with OKC, you know. They're 20 and 35, 7, uh, 9, 10. They're roughly six games back. That's one thing that I, I, I think if you can get anything for SGA right now, and if you need, you know, you need to pick up a win or two, you just want to get through the first round of the playoffs at least, um, and you think someone wants to get SGA, that might be a pretty genius move is trying to pick up uh, or try to get anything, you know, anything like over 30 fantasy points per game. I think, I think that could be wise. So that's why we've been, uh, we've been looking at OKC a lot because they have a lot of playmakers and it, it, there just hasn't been consistency. So I'm just pulling back up that NBA schedule real quick. Oh, wrong one. Dang it. NBA schedule. Here we go. So this is the rest of the season schedule here. So it's officially Thursday. I'm gonna um I'm gonna knock out week 16 here. So I don't know how you guys' playoffs work, but week 17 is the last regular season week of my playoffs. We start week 18. Uh, and again, if we look at week 18, OKC, they got five games week. 18. They also have four games week 19. I would be open to cutting these guys for week 20, but you get a stretch of nine games between week 18 and 19, the first and second round of the playoffs. That's going to interest me there. Um, so uh, that would potentially be the week, like week 18 is kind of the week I think maybe SGA would be available. Um, and I just, I don't know. It, it does make sense to rest him, but it also makes sense to maybe get him, you know, some meaningful minutes before the season ends so that he's, you know, uh, 100%, you know, healthy for the summer. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. I'm kind of interested there. But again, week 18, you're looking at Dallas, OKC, and Toronto. Those are the the shape. Those are the guys that will shift the slate for you uh, in the first round of the playoffs. Week 19, we're looking at Detroit. So we talked about Sadiq Bay quite a bit, a lot tonight. Um, I I would pick up Sadiq Bay right now. I think if you if you can manage it for the next couple of weeks, Sadiq Bay week nineteen he should pay off for you with five games. They're not going to give him the nights off on a back to back. Uh, but then week twenty, these are the play because I'm I likely have a first round buy in the week eighteen. So I'm looking at week nineteen and week twenty. Memphis, San Antonio, Indianapolis, and uh, Indiana and Milwaukee. Those teams all have five games. So those are kind of the ones. Um, yeah, I think I think we can drop Jaron Jackson. We had that question on our show a couple of weeks ago, and we even said to drop him a couple of weeks ago. Let me just see what the official reports. It says he will make his return by the end of April. I just I don't think I just don't think I'm gonna wait that much long. Like if 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 you've been burning somebody up in your IR spot for this long, I could see you maybe wanting to wait. 
But the Grizzlies have a lot of players on their team right now, and I just I'd be nervous about his minutes being ramped up uh, very slowly. So I I think it's a lost cause. We were kind of talking about him maybe being the bust of the season uh, the other night. I think it was on Tuesday night we were talking about that. So yep, I think we can we can go ahead and ditch uh, Jaron Jackson. I just want to see who who all the IR eligible players are. What's up with Dinwiddie? Is Dinwiddie coming back? Thought he was out for the year year. I don't know why those guys would have a boost in, in ratings there. Um, but I don't know. We've been going on for an hour here. If you guys got one more question, I can maybe fire one up here. But otherwise, I'm going to likely get out of here for the evening. I want to thank everybody in the chat room. Mike Butter for hanging out. Aiden for hanging out. Thanks, Justin, for hanging out. And uh, I thought I had another guy commenting in here. Where's my guy? Aaron Keenan was hanging out tonight. Thank you guys so much for putting up with my shitty Wi-Fi. Uh, but that's going to do it for uh, the rest of the show. You guys have a good rest of your night. Have a good weekend if I don't see you. We'll see you guys in another video. Thanks. Peace.